Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometers of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. How much time till we're on? I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Yeah, just a few things back to front tonight on the start of Sports Day. That doesn't matter. (laughs) Shut up, you mate. You are sitting in our palatial studios of Sydney tonight. I am, I am. People running around after you. I know. I feel like, I feel pretty special down here. Very different feeling when I come into the Barsley Lake studio with you blokes. Well, because we're trying to protect our food, first and foremost. <laughs> Welcome to Sports Day, Wednesday night edition. Matt Rogers, Jason Matthews here. Matty uh, in Sydney. He's been down there blowing up on the TV today for Stan Sports mm. and the coverage of uh, the Rugby World Cup. I, I don't know if I want to go into it. Hello to our listeners. On 1170 in Sydney, of course, our great mates at the Super Radio Network right across uh, New South Wales and Queensland tuning in tonight. Uh, SENQ, 693am in uh, Brizzy, 1620 on the Goldie, SEN Track Stations, SEN Fanatic, uh, and all those listening through the SEN app wherever you are in the world. And hello to our listeners in New Zealand through SENZ. You can get involved anytime. We love it. The show is nothing without our listeners, is it, Rat? No, no, it isn't. And I haven't been blowing up, blowing up. I've sort of been blowing up a little bit. Before you blow up at me, just one one second. I've just got to do the phone numbers. Ready? Okay. Uh, 0477 736 if you're texting from New Zealand. Uh, And 1300-01-1170 is our phone number. Find us on TikTok, Sports Day SEN, where you find Rat blowing up all the time, flapping his arms around. Mm. Instagram, SENQ, Twitter, Sports Day, New South Wales. Rat, you were on stand today. What, what time? What's your show called? You do again? Oh, um, World Cup Central, and <laughs> right. it's um, just a, just a bit of a wrap on you know what happened over the weekend and stuff, and 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 a lot of it today was you know I'm not sure if you saw it, but um, no. You know, like, Rugby Australia CEO, yeah. um, Phil War did, did a bit of a press conference yesterday and it went for about 20 minutes and we were just talking about some of the comments. And, and you know, I mean, it, it sounded like they, they've addressed the issue. They know there's a lot of issues there, but it's like, well, what's the solution? And, and we, we haven't – there's nothing forthcoming yet. Um, so wait on, yeah, wait on, I wait feel, on. I, I, feel like, I feel like rugby yeah. right, has been hanging on by a thread for so long and it just keeps surviving. And I just really feel like if there's not something significant, if there's not radical change now, mm. then they just can't keep surviving like this. It'll just be, it'll be gone and it'll, it'll be sad. Sorry, can I, is it hanging on by a thread? I mean, I'm sure the viewership numbers are terrible at the moment. We're, mm. we're out of the World Cup, our worst performance in the World Cup. We're out. We're, there's no chance of making the quarterfinals. Uh, the, no. We need a miracle. Well, we are a chance, but we're no chance. It's a miracle. Right. It's a million yeah. to one, right? But the thing is, are we 
hanging on by a thread. I think that thread is is gone. And 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 the, you talk about the problems, right? You you played the game. You played forty mm. odd tests for the Wallabies. Forty six. <laughs> I said forty odd. Yeah, okay, well, forty even. even. <laughs> Damn it, you beat me to it. Um, yeah. But but the thing is, though, what are the problems? Well, it, it, and, and one thing that I like what Phil said, like they understand this is a, a systemic issue that is, it's not like everybody's pointing the finger at Eddie Jones and the high level, like the, the elite part, like the, 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 the Wallabies. But it's bigger than that. It's so much bigger than that. It's, it's, it's the retention, recruitment, elite pathways, you know, holding on to their talent, all that sort of stuff. It, it, it's so much bigger, and it's just going to take a lot of time to sort it out. And you're you know, saying they, there's no solutions? There's no they're, ideas? They're, they're, well, they're, there's not, a, not at this point. They haven't come up with a solution at this point or a plan at this point. They need to go away and sit down and go, right, this is where we're at. Let's just peel the curtain back and go, right, what are we going to do here? Do we, do we, do we you know, start completely again or is this working and that not and we have to get rid of that and yeah i don't know i mean i don't know where they're at but i I, they need radical change and you know i feel like the wallaby jersey over the last you know probably four or five years it's just a it's just something that's been handed around you know like this is our national team this isn't a club team this is our national team and i feel like people are are getting their hands on that jersey um I wouldn't say, well, well you know, it's a, it's a product of the situation. It's a product of circumstance. You know, our players are getting thrown into a Wallaby jersey before they've really proved themselves. But where do you prove yourself? There's such limited rugby of a high quality that we get to play in this country that it's sort of like we're just throwing these young men to the wolves, basically, and going, okay, sink or swim, and see how you go. And, but um, is- you know, it's been a lot of sinking. Is that the fault of the CEO and the board, or is it the fault of yes. the coaching? What about the coaching committee? What about well, the coach? Well, yeah, the coach has to wear some of the, the blame. But but I've seen enough in passages of play against the All Blacks, against, you know, against opposition, to know that th- there's some coaching there that's right. But there's not the quality of player that's used to doing it for 80 minutes week in, week out, that can manage to do it for week, for 80 minutes against and when, when you put them against you know world-class opposition they just can't do it they can't do it for 80 minutes because they're not equipped to do it they're, they're just not prepared they, they, they haven't had the experience they haven't been put under the furnace what, they haven't been put under the blowtorch jace has, has the question ever been answered from the board why was David Rennie sacked? We were performing a lot better under him than we were under Eddie Jones. Now, yeah, J- Jace, listen to me but no, but no, before but you go. Yeah, before you go on, that's a fair question from a an Australian sporting fan. Uh, we were performing. We were performing better under him than we. And I know Eddie's making all these changes, but has that been the right decision? But is that enough? No, I'm we not saying be, it's enough, but no, least but we're competitive. But at least yeah. we're competitive. Okay, yeah, but I don't want to ever be in a position where we're not going out to win the World Cup, or we're not going out to win the Bledisloe Cup. And in the last 20 years, it's like it's, our confidence and our um, excitement for the Wallabies is slowly being eroded away, and we've got to a point now where it's like, ah, oh, it'd be good if we won, but oh, yeah, no, like, oh well, that's the Wallabies. Like that's the worst position to be in. And, and I would hate to be a player knowing that the fans just don't expect us to win. I, I, like, that expectation comes with the, the, the honour of wearing that Wallaby jersey. You go out there and you go out, and you go out to win. And right now, I don't think our, our team is, is, is 
being put in a position but, to be able to, to, to for us to have that expectation based on you know what is afforded to them in terms of you know regular competition and Brad, know, development and recruitment and all that sort of stuff. Here I was worried tonight that we didn't have much to talk about. Mm. Uh, former Aussie cricketer Ian Healy joining us uh, in a moment to preview the ODI World Cup, which kicks off tomorrow. I th- my point is twelve months ago. We yep. were just losing to the All Blacks in Melbourne. Remember that? We just lost That's... to the All Blacks in Melbourne this year. Yeah. We ju- oh, then... Sorry, in, in New Zealand, we only just lost to the All Blacks. But then what about the fact that we actually beat Wales in Cardiff 12 months ago and this year we were pantsed 40-6 to 6 at the World Cup? Yeah, I know. And the Broncos beat Penrith in Penrith in round one this year in the NRL. Are they in the oh, – sorry, what country do they play for? I... <laughs> no, but I'm just saying – like games I'm comparing can apples I'm with ta- apples, mate. No, no, I'm talking about a consistent level of achievement, a consistent level of achievement that we look to when we look at, at our national teams. We want to, we don't want to, we don't want to be be the team that gets beat up on, and we shouldn't be the team that gets beat up on based on what we have at our disposal in this country in terms of talent, and in terms of um, you know our history. We shouldn't be that team, and we are. We are now. And they need to address so it and they need to fix it. Well, I think it's a combination of things. It's not there's no silver bullet, Jace. There's no there's no silver bullet for this thing. It's gonna be a slow, painful Who's rebuild. Who's put us in this position? Who administration. Has, okay, administration. Get rid of, do we get rid of them? Do we get well, rid of the board well, well, and the administration? Well, it's a combination of, of 20 years of it. Have they been there for 20 years? Has this administration been there for 20 years? I listened to Phil War today speak, and I and I and I truly thought and look you know, I'll put my hand up. Warriors are made them on. But I listened to him speak and I listened to him address the issues at hand and, and what and some of the things that they think that they need to do to fix it. And I thought, wow, that, that sounds that that's good. And I and I don't but I don't want to be I don't want to be hoodwinked and think, just say it. You know, you're saying it, but are you gonna do it? Now I I will say this some of the stuff that Phil addressed with me, this is before before he was the CEO of Rugby Australia. Some of this, the stuff Phil talked about today in his interview that he had, and this is a long interview, and if you can jump online and watch it, you'll understand what, you know, what he's saying, that there are a lot of issues that need to be addressed. Um, and we talked about this the other night, Jase, about you know, New Zealand are, are suffering. The sort of not, not, they're not suffering because um, the, the same fate as Australia, but... It's hard to look at the All Blacks now and say, oh, you know, they're a stronger team as they were, you know, 10 years ago. Mm. Like, they're not even close to that. You know, and, and that's based on, you know, the fact that most of their competition is against Australia and it's subpar competition. And then they go onto the international stage and it takes them a while to find their feet again. Now, they're, they're doing that and they've done that in, in, in their recent match. And I know they got beat by France, but they'll be okay. I think I've, I've got the New Zealanders, my Smokies, to win it. Well, they shouldn't be smoking. Isn't that funny? You're calling. I'm sorry to all our listeners through SENZ. Yeah, yeah, they shouldn't uh, be smoking. Text your hatred I, I, uh, to I think, right now, double eight, double three. I think they'll play. I think they'll play New Zealand. I, I think they'll play France in the final. That's that's my tip. Um, but what what I'm saying is Australia. There's so much to address in terms of you know the quality of competition that they're playing in week in week out. The 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 amount of teams that we have professionally in Australia. The the retention of junior talent that we have and that they don't get lost to rugby league. 
that um, the elite pathway that once they retain those players, how do they hold on to them? What do they do between, you know, mm. being a 17-year-old or a 15-year-old and, and getting themselves into that Wallaby jersey? Where do they play? What level of, of competition are they playing in to make sure that when they get to that higher level, it, it's, a, it's a progression? Uh, you know, so that's League the first of, thing you'd fix? Absolutely. That, that's where I'd be going. I'd, yeah, and... and Look, it might. T- it sounds like it's going to take forever, but you think about if Rugby Australia held on to its top, you know, fifteen players. Well, here's a perfect example, Jason. Ten years ago, in in 2013, my son was playing for Bond University Colts, and he was rated as the number one Colt in the country, um, best under 21s player. He was 18 at the time. Um, the 17 at the time, just finished school. The the Queensland Rugby Union came and met with him and said, oh, you're, our, you're the number one cult in the country. We think you're, you're absolutely fantastic. You're killing it. They told him everything he wanted to hear. And then they said, and we'll see you in a year and we'll just see how you're going in a year. No, no, no contract. No. Now, this is a different administration than what's there now, okay? A different administration. Mm-hmm. So, so if you just bear with me for a second. Yeah. So he's now 27. So if they got it right with him then and many other players that would have been around his standard then put him into a program, elite pathway development. He's 27. He's the guy that's at that World Cup right now in his prime. Mm. So that's the issue. So that's why we're at where we're at. It's not as simple as, oh, yeah, it's the coach. Get rid of the coach. Put a new coach in there. We'll fix everything. It's bigger than that. So So I get it. But we did. We did put a new coach in. And, and thought that would be the fix. And we have gone backwards. You can't deny that, Rat. We, 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 they thought, the, the, the board thought, well, we've got to get rid of Rennie because we're not going to be competitive at the World Cup. We need, we need Eddie Jones back here to, to, to lead Australia. And, and, mate, I was all for the decision. I thought, this is great. I saw, saw what Eddie had done before with rugby in Australia. But the fact is they made that decision and we have gone backwards. Now, I'm not saying we should get rid of Eddie Jones, but... Pathways is going to take like 10 years to yeah, fix Australian uh, rugby. And it is. It is going to take that long. And uh, we've got a message here, David, from Benora Point. He says, as long as the sun rises in the east, uh, Matt Rogers will not criticise Phil War and Eddie Jones. Jones is the reason the Wallabies failed at the World Cup. I, no. He, he's a re- he's, he's a, one, he's of, the one of the reasons. Absolutely. He's not the reason. Um, you know, we left some players at home that, you know, I think could have been at the World Cup. There's that's no question Jones's, about it. That's Jones's decision. Yep, absolutely. Um, he left some players at home. But he didn't leave a World Cup winning squad at home. He left guys that had failed at World Cups previously. He's trying to look he's trying to do something different. So I don't I don't begrudge him for that. What I don't like um, with what Eddie's done is the way he's handled the media. I think that's been incredibly poor. It's not endearing at all. And we're trying to get people to watch the game. I don't I don't agree with the way that um, Hamish McLennan has told people, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Should he go, uh, Rat? Uh, you know what? Um, does the um, fish rot at the head? Well, someone's got to take responsibility for it. So does he go? Well, has he, how long has he been around for, Jase? Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know either. But if it's, been, if it's, ten, if it's in the 10-year range, you've you got to think, well, why hasn't, why hasn't the issues, you know, similar to the issues that I just addressed with you around my son back 10 years ago, like... Well, why hasn't that been addressed? What, why yeah. aren't we keeping our best players? And why are we saying just sit tight and we'll come back in a year? Like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I walked out of that room 
um, put sent his sent his video to a couple of league clubs, and I had three of them fighting my fighting over him. And he wanted to play rugby. This is a kid that wanted to play rugby. Yeah, right. Right. Phil Wall, did he say anything? And I'll have to watch Rugby Central, and I will after I finish tonight. But did he say anything about the the idea now that they're going to scrap chasing rugby league players? Because we do have a good text here from, and this will never happen. It's from Grant uh, mm. on a five six eight afternoon, boys. How much would Nathan Cleary be worth as a Wallaby? Is that is that they've they've pulled the plug on the Crichton idea? Yep. So is that just for him or is this a thing that, no, we're not going to pay millions of dollars for rugby league players? Because Suali, he's probably gone signed with rugby thinking they're going to go after all these top flight rugby league players. And now he's the only one. Yeah, look, look, I, I think they just got that so wrong. After just being beaten by Wales, they come out and announce they're going to sign a rugby league player. Like, uh, I mean, look, he's he's got a rugby union background, and it's a significant rugby union background. He's not just a token leaguey coming over to play union. He was a he was a he was a schoolboy superstar, mm. and always had an inkling that he wanted to come back to rugby at some stage. So similar to the situation I was in. So I think it's probably um, a little unfair to, to, for people to say that he might have been chasing the money or whatever because he was genuinely he had genuine interest in coming back and playing rugby. Now I I just don't think the timing's right for him to be signing anyone right now, Jay. So they need to go back after this World Cup and work out a plan. Now I, I don't think they can invest the money that they need to invest. Well, where are grass. they going to get it from? Well, well, they'll make money. They'll they'll make money. They're the Australian rugby rugby union team that you know they'll play the Lions next year. They'll make money out of that, and True. they've got a home World Cup in a few years' time. They'll make money out of that. Uh, the rea- the reality is, is I don't think they can afford to buy a quick fix, because the reality is, if they buy the quick fix, they won't have the money to invest into the into the grassroots and and make the radical change that I think they need to make, um, to to see significant sustainable. Um, success from the Wallabies. Yeah, I, I, I just don't okay. think that they can do both. So I think they've sort of basically said, thought to themselves, well, well right, we're just going to let's just pull up stumps on all this recruitment talk. Let's look at where we're at. Let's mm. let's yeah. Look, it might might be back on the table. There, there might be a few players that they go after, mm. but I think right now, particularly after what's happened, um, it is a. It is an issue that is far great, far deeper, and it needs more attention than let's just let's just whack a bandaid on it by signing a a, a, rug, a rugby league player and bringing them over and paying them a lot of money. I think that that will get the ire of every rugby fan in the country. Matt Rogers, I appreciate your honesty about the situation of of rugby Australia, and we are starting to get text messages flooding in about this. I wasn't even going to talk to you about rugby uh, to kick off the show. I just wanted to know how the show went today that you recorded. And here we are, 20 minutes later, uh, mate, some good, honest uh, words about rugby in Australia at the moment. Let's put that on hold for a minute because we've got to go to Ian Healy who's going to preview the ODI World Cup with us. Uh, Cobram Estate, a premium Australian extra virgin olive oil, bring you the good oil very, very quickly. Uh, Nico Hines has been caught into the kangaroos camp after Nathan Cleary has been ruled out due to a knee injury. Um, good. This is great for Nico Hines. He missed out on the World Cup squad last year after winning the the Dally M. Uh, he can't get a run in the New South Wales side. As a Cronulla boy, you must be wrapped with this. Oh, I'm happy for him, mate. I, I, I thought he was a little unfairly treated in Origin. Um, well, not unfairly treated. I mean, that's the game, isn't it? I mean, it was a it was a bit of a howler of a missed tackle, and he sort of wore the brunt of the 
repercussions of that by not getting picked and sort of stood right out of the squad, which I thought was a bit sad, and it, it did affect him. He said that. Um, so I'm, I'm wrapped he gets another opportunity at the representative level, and I hope if he gets on the field, he, he goes out there and he has a blinder and he gets yep. all the confidence in the world back. I think he deserves it. I think he's a great young man. Radio Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. Interesting text messages coming through as well. Just one, and, and if you've got a view on the Wallabies, 0457 uh, 736 736 is our text number, double eight double three. if you're in New Zealand. Come on, you Kiwis would have a lot to say about the Wallabies. Uh, and what are your thoughts around Matt's words that he thinks New Zealand will beat France in the World Cup, which is really interesting. I think France are the team to beat. Double eight double three. if you're in NZ, or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 is our number. Uh, interesting text from Mick. Hey, Legends, has the ARU even got any coin to chase anyone and have they zero talent in local comp? This is huge balls up and no NRL player should head to the union in this hot mess. I reckon this decision probably partly too. We don't have any money. We, at well, the moment, we don't. Yep. And, and how would Eddie Jones feel about those comments when he said he's going after some of the great players in rugby league right now? So yeah, that's, well, that, that uh, competes with the coach here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I, I think um, all bets are off in relation to Eddie doing, you know, what he wants, given the nature of the situation we're in right now. I, I think they're going to have to have a sit down. They're going to have to, you know, try to stem the bleeding and um, see what the best plan of attack is. But it's it's, it's going to be going to have to get a few smart people in a room and work it out. But they're going to have to make radical change, like I said. All right, mate, you just cool down a bit. Calm down. Go and get yourself a glass of water. I th- or they have Dom Perry on on tap, I think. In our Sydney office. <laughs> no, no, bubbly water. I like it. Have they got, yeah, that's right. Go and grab yourself one of those uh, and a Tim Tam. And we'll be back in a moment. Ian Healy will join us to preview the ODI World Cup, which kicks off real soon here on Sports. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Wowee. What a first segment of the show, eh? Where do we go? Wait till Rat rips Val Holmes another one real soon on the show. No, no, no. Don't start. (laughs) I love my Val Holmes. Oh mate, you Val, are... and I, mate, Val and I were were the team, the fifty-year team for the Sharks with the two wingers. Yes, he's my he's my fellow team of the half century. Well, going yeah, off but... our discussions off the air earlier, jeez, <laughs> oh, Val Holmes, take you, cover, mate. Don't you start? <laughs> you got any issues with Ian Healy? He's joining us uh, on the show oh, now. Oh, mate, Heels. He got has... my car washed at his place the other day. It's beautiful. <laughs> Good job, Heels. Welcome to Sports Day. Hello, Jake. G'day, Matty. You've just hey, you've just fired up, have you? Oh, mate. Yeah, not really. No, yes, <laughs> I have. But that's it's... not the first time this fortnight either, is it? No, no. It's been a it's been a tough go, mate. I've been I've been talking rugby for the last month um, on Stan, and um, it's it's just getting to the point where I'm 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 starting to go grey heels. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. Oh well. Hey, yeah. uh, we'll be right, mate. Portugal will win on Monday. Oh, jeez! Yes. <laughs> I love your optimism, Hills. I'll take a, I'll you. take a, I'll take a, a bet with you on that one, Hills. Uh, if you're up for it, 
Oh, God. Yeah, I'll have a little tenner, tenner with you, yeah, mate. Yeah. I'm only winning. They mightn't win by enough. Yeah, well, well I'll tell you, like in the last game, uh, it, it, mate, Woogie was supporting Portugal against the Wallabies. So, oh, mate, he's, a, he's bad. He's bad <laughs> oh, news, this bloke. Well, I love Nando's. So, you've, got a, <laughs> you've got a black heart, Woogie. No, yeah. mate, I, what, I want, what I want, Hills, is I want change at Rugby Australia. And I, I was, I'm fearful that because of that win, that we'll just go, oh, well, we finished off, you know, strongly. We didn't make the quarterfinals. Let's yeah. move on, you know. And I nah. think, I think sometimes it takes a shock loss like that to force real change. Well, Fiji wasn't a shock yeah, loss well, the first time in 50 years. <laughs> if they're not shocked by now, they're numb. They're numb and yeah. they're not going to feel the next one. Rightio. So they really do need some crisis management and to get going. Yeah. Rightio. Um, let's move away from rugby and let's move <laughs> away from rugby leagues. It's now officially cricket season uh, because the Sheffield Shield, uh, Queensland, New South Wales, were doing battle today. But let's talk about the ODI World Cup. Commences uh, tomorrow with the reigning champs, uh, England, uh, taking on New Zealand in match one. I haven't had a lot of chat around England's chances, um, Hills, but on paper, though, I think they look like a better team than the 2019 version. Uh, yes, you sort of forget exactly how they did it in 2019. They're in their own conditions, so that's an advantage to them, I guess, and they had those advantages, plus a good team. This one certainly looks good on paper. I'm not. Sh- it's only sort of weakish point is it spinners, right? So they've got Mo and Ali, and they've got Adil Rashid, a, a leggy who, well, yeah, yeah. If the if the wicket's helping them and they're spinning the ball, um, that they they'll do a job. But what they do have is a lot of power. Josh Butler's their captain, and he'll lead from the front. But Ben Stokes, Johnny Bairstow, um, David Milan, they just they're just chock full of power and and enough technique, you know. So uh, And then their bowlers are crafty. They've got Sam Curran. Uh, they've got uh, bowlers that are fast enough and have got good slow ball variation. So so they're very crafty. But, but you know, this, this World Cup is a real challenge for anyone who's not, you know, living on the subcontinent every year. Um, it, it's going to be very difficult, and and if you make runs up front, if you make three fifty to four hundred, doesn't really matter how how good your bowling attack is, you should be able to defend it. But making three hundred and fifty up front is the challenge, and there's pressure on everywhere. Heels, we've we've won the World Cup five times, the Aussies. That's that's an, an amazing yep. achievement in itself. Mate, what are our chances going into this one? And and are we a chance of playing England in the World Cup final? And someone man-catting Johnny Bairstow. I reckon that'd be the, uh, that'd be the greatest. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be something special. And you just walk all the way out with him, saying, "You haven't learned a thing, have you, Chance?" <laughs> <laughs> but but um, our chances, uh, our chances, we could go into the pack. So so this format is ten teams. You play nine games. You play everyone yep. once. And then there's four teams that make the semis. So there'll be a lot of reliance on run rates. Uh, having a bit of luck with the weather. It seems to be pretty rainy over there at the moment. So you mm. might share points, which might help one one of the two teams. One of the two teams was going to lose, but they get a point because of a washout. Um, and, and so you've just got to be very mindful of that all the way through. Two semifinals, one final, that's it. Um, so I don't really, we don't know how. The, there's no pool, so you don't know who's going to play who in, in the knockout stage. Um, wow. Australia's chances, I feel on Sunday night, if we beat India, right, 
we'll win the World Cup. And that's Ooh. 10 games away, 11 games away. Wow. Right? This one, we, we need some confidence right now. We, we've been very patchy. We've been very disrupted with our preparation. We've had injuries to Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark, Pat Cummins. Um, Marcus Stoinis has gone missing now. We, we haven't heard from him for about three games. So, mm. so um, and Maxwell's just got back in and got he's got some form. But as a team, we need some real confidence, and we'll get that if we beat India uh, on Sunday night. And and then it'll be very very hard for anyone to get on top of this Australian side because we've got a very good top order that's performing well at the moment. Then middle order power. Uh, which got a little bit of a run last night. Glenn Maxwell, 77 from 71. Cameron Green, if he plays, he's now got 50, not out of 40, and he started really slow. Mm. Um, and so, so those type of blokes we've been missing. And then we've got, you know, a pretty good bowling attack to that that can adapt to those conditions. So, so yep, yeah, Sunday is a massive game, and it's first up. Oh, geez, Warren has been good with the bat in the lead up to this. Oh, he was has. Ter- terrible with the ball. Let's not give him the ball again. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what's going on there? <laughs> oh, I love that. I love I love him and Marsh opening the batting. And don't forget, Hills, we've got Travis Head to come back from that broken no. hand. Yeah, that that will be nice if he can come back and be in decent form. Um, it'll be hard, hard to imagine that you you're in a plaster till halfway through a World Cup, then come back in and go well right from the word go. But yeah, Mitch Mitch Marsh, he was he was slow last night, wasn't he? Two sixes, two fours, thirty one or forty eight balls. But Warner was taking up the slack. And as you said, Warner's making runs, but I've got one for you. I'm I'm just hopeful that he's just running himself into form and, and not really as diligent after fifty runs as he should be. You know, he's made mm. oh, I'd reckon five fifties, almost five fifties in six knocks or forties or fifties. I need him to go on to 100. Someone in your first three need to go on to a bigger than a 50 score. Um, and, and that sets up uh, all that middle order power can then relax and go. Um, so, Davey, I just want a little bit more uh, to, you know, time at the crease for him. But his bat swing looked great last night. Uh, foot, footwork's a thing of the past, really, especially in one-day cricket. It's sort of going out of the game in tests, but... He, he stood and delivered very solidly yesterday and his bat speed was good. So that hasn't always been the case in the last you know, two years. Mate, uh, Lubbershane's replaced Ashton, Ashton Agar in the lead-up to the World Cup. Do you, do you think Marnus has taken his opportunity? Yeah, very much so, uh, Rat. He's, um, yeah, so whether, whether, I don't know, whether he got lazy or just fell into a form slump for him to be omitted from the one-day team um, is only he'll know. He probably won't admit to it, but he's certainly got the message and he's out making every every uh, post a winner now. He, he's lifted his run rate. So last night he made 40, I think it was, and he batted at a strike rate of 130. That's that's 130 runs for every 100 balls you're facing. So And that's sort of minimum. If, if your top order get you off to a good start, Everyone's got about tried about at about 140, and that's how you post a score of 350 to 400, um, and especially when you get your six hitters coming in. So yeah, he he's going he's going excellently, and he can play a real role now. Now you wouldn't bat him every time, I don't think they have been. But if we're if we're two for 200, two for 180, I'm not putting Manus in next. I'm putting Maxwell in next, yeah. or a Stoinis type, or someone who can flog sixes. So, yep. so uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the tactics of, of the Australian. 
Mate, I, I remember growing up heels, watching you play one day as in the Australian teams back in the day, and 250 was just, it was a big score. You're thinking, oh, yeah. wow, that's, that's a great score. Yeah. Do you think this is, the 2020, that's obviously had a huge impact on the way these young batters are coming through. It's, it's obviously had a huge impact on the way they're playing one day as. Yes, I think so. Um, they they know their limitations. They found new boundaries. You know, yeah. I, I think the the bats are better. The men are stronger. They practice full time and they really practice their bat speed type drills. And they know if they get it anywhere near the middle of their bat, they'll be able to hit it for six. And the boundaries mm. have come in at the same yeah. time, right? Yeah. yeah. So so they know if I swing hard enough and get it somewhere near the middle, it's going to big sweet spots. How many times do we see it? How many times do we see a batsman caught on the boundary right where the fielder is, right? Yeah. They don't even consider the gaps. You know, we would have said, right, um, we're going to try to hit this hard and I've got to get it into that gap in case I mishit it. That, they, they put those first two thoughts out of their mind and just go for six. And well, that's why they exciting. get out sometimes. But, yeah. but yeah, that, yeah, it's exciting, mate. And, and they're, they're playing some massive innings. They're, they're reverse hitting for six now. They're scooping for six. They're swapping hands. It's really tough for the bowlers. Oh, Inglis last night was doing exactly that. Uh, Hills, hey, um, isn't it interesting? You talk yeah. about rat. You talk about those the olden days with Hills. The olden days, getting those two hundred fifty. <laughs> yeah. I've been retired for twelve years too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Marsh. Mitch Marsh was perhaps channeling his old man last night when he used to make a hundred off one hundred and twenty-five balls. Hills, yeah. maybe that's what he was doing. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good call because Swampy, well, our, our whole target was be none or one down for 30 after 10 overs, <laughs> then 80 yeah. after 20 overs, and then 160 after 40, and then go for it in the last 10. Incredible. And, and if you've got wickets in hand, we might get to 250, 260. Okay. Well, yeah. now they need 360. That's so incredible. They're both, both innings of batters are under big pressure. So the, the bowlers over here, over in India, they better be crafty. They need to change their speeds, their trajectories. Even the quicks will come in and bowl loopy bounces, loopy slower balls, wide stuff right on the blue line. Um, you, you've got to try to block one side of the field and make it as hard to hit a six as possible. Yeah. All right, Hill's got to go. Um, we appreciate your preview of the ODI World Cup, which kicks off tomorrow night, England versus New Zealand. Australia in action uh, in match five, Sunday night, six. And I love the timing of this World Cup as well. We'll get to see a fair whack. I mean, you yeah. know what Ian Healy just said? If Australia beat India on Sunday night, we should We're win. home. We're home. It's cancel, well, done. Cancel no. the tournament. That's what I'm hearing him say. <laughs> That's it. That's what I heard. <laughs> you, you two are like my wife. You're putting words in my mouth. Heels, appreciate your time, mate. Uh, and uh, you'll be back for breakfast tomorrow morning with Paddy Welsh uh, from 6 o'clock on SCNQ and Brizzy. Thanks, mate. Cheers, fellas. Bye. There he goes, the great man, Ian Hill himself. We've got to get to a break because uh, Matty Rogers wants to unleash on Val Holmes next no. here on Sports <laughs> Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. You don't mind the finger either, do you, Radis? Oh, what? <laughs> Powderfinger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I like Powderfinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 
Jeez, we're getting band. lots of texts. Um, I'm sorry, Brisbane Neil. We ran out of time about your question for Heels. Each team playing each other at the World Cup, is that too many games? Or is the ICB oh. wanting that as they run the international schedule? I, I think um, I think it's great that we play every I, team. I like it. I like it. it it'll, it'll give you a true indication, won't it? You won't be wondering. Well, you know, I, I get the opportunity to play them all. I think it's got to be... I think it's got to be the longest World Cup as well. It's four, there's 46 group games. Oh, wow. That's, 46 that's group games before we get. But I do like the fact, and I, I didn't know that, that we only have a semi. We have the semis and then the final. I like that as well. We saw that in the um, in the NRLW. I just loved it. Yeah. We had just yeah. had semis. Semis final. No, no talk of... No talk of wild cards or any of this rubbish. No, just I like a wild card. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I do like a wild card. Mark from Quakers Hill, you've got two seconds. Tell us what you want, Mark. Right. What, what are you after? All right. G'day, uh, Rat. G'day, Woogie. I want to put it seriously to Woogie that I think Gus would oh. be the best option for the new Absolutely. South Wales Absolutely. Two main reasons. Number, no. Well, three, actually. Number one, he's our most successful origin coach ever. Number two, between 92 and 95, he won three series straight. And between, yep. I believe, 2001 and 2004, he won two series and drew one. And no other New South Wales coach comes close to that degree of success. SOS, Gus. SOS, Gus. That's listen, what New South Wales. I should put the bat signal up. Listen, you idiots. Have uh, a big picture of Gus what about the clouds. What about the cattle he had at that time as well? Mm. I, we, Gus, we've moved on from Gus. There are plenty no. of other blokes out there that can coach New South Wales. I think we get a it's coach. It's bigger than that. It's emotion. It's not, it's not about just about uh, cattle. It's emotion. That's it's right. It's emotion, emotion. Understanding what Origin's about, heart and soul. You know the thing Wayne Bennett brought back to the worst ever Queensland team? Stop yelling and at they me. Beat, and they beat New South Wales. You know that team? That's what Wayne Bennett knows. He knows what New it's South all about. Welshman. I'm I know. I'm, 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 I would be nervous if, if you got... Gus back. Oh, and you would but not. I, but Stop I want, this rubbish. I, want, I, I don't think Origin can afford another Queensland dynasty. Well I, done, I don't Mark. think it can. Well done, Mark. I don't think it can. Thanks for that. <laughs> Have a good night. You did that on purpose. See you, you later. Too. I don't think Origin oh, yeah. can survive another oh, Queensland dynasty. I, I, and I can just see it. You know, Billy's there for another three years. I just, yeah, you if, need something. If Gus, if Gus becomes the coach in New South Wales, mark my words, I'm following Queensland. Because <laughs> I'm, he's, I'm, he, he I wants this. I'm you to that. He I'm wants this. That. He wants this. Doesn't he, It's like, like, come and beg me to coach New South Wales. No, mate, I'm not knocking on your bloody door. Well, that, no, I, I think they need to. I, I really do. Oh, come on. Well, what are they going to do? Who, who's going to do it? There's plenty. Who? Mate, all our listeners reckon Tooves would be a, Tooves, fan, yeah, would yeah, be a Tooves, fantastic Tooves, coach. Tooves would be good. I'd like Tooves. Did we put a temporary head coach in this year? We'll see how they go. But Craig mm. Bellamy is the ideal mm. choice from next year, not next year, but from 2025 onwards. Yeah. Craig Bellamy, one of the great managers of men. Mm. And, and the reason... He hasn't had success at origin levels because he, he hated coaching against his own players. Yeah, yeah, fair point. So I think that's the guy. It's no just Gus, it's though. it's a pity. No, not 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 no. not, not, Gus, not origin Gus. Do you remember that like the, the monologues <laughs> Gus at the start of the game? So, like get 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 you fired up. Remember the like, time that's... he walked away from his team while they were still playing, and he walked up the tunnel before full time at Suncorp. Remember that? He was disgusted. He was disgusted. He made it all about himself. No, he didn't. <laughs> I just love rolling you up. It's so easy. Thanks, Wood. Go the finger. 46 <laughs> groups, 47 texters. What's that mean?
Oh, I don't know. Have you seen the draw of the 2023 League Pacific Championships from Michael? No, I haven't. That's from I haven't NZ. seen it either. I, I haven't looked at that, actually. I know. But I'm, ex- I'm, excited about, I'm excited about it. I, I just, We're going to hold off about our homes, the Australians. by the way. Well, I, I just, there's something about the, you know, seeing the Australian jersey out there, and it's, yeah, it just meant a lot to play in that thing, and you see it. And it's, well, the Kangaroos are playing in Melbourne and also Townsville. Mm, you get a big crowd in Townsville. Oh, won't they? What? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I played um, a test match up there. It was, the atmosphere was phenomenal. Mix on the text. He's going on with Jace. Tell Gus to go stick his head <laughs> in the sand. Nobody needs that goose back. That's tough. Mate, Queenslander. Yeah. Would Queensland yeah. accept me as a supporter? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, probably not, actually. You'd be like, you'd be trapped in. What if I knocked out some teeth? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, mate. You're, you're missing enough. You're a South fan. So, <laughs> oh, that's a bit rough. It, it's, um, you'd be in limbo. You'd be stuck in that world of you'd have nothing. You'd have no home. You'd okay, to, all right. Afternoon, yeah. uh, afternoon boys. I'm, I might follow rugby. If, if, if Gus coaches <laughs> the Blues, I'm following rugby. Oh, geez. Well, there you go. That's good. Unfortunately, um, it's catch-22 for rugby uh, rats. The national yep. team isn't inspiring the younger generation to play rugby and, comes, and become a wallaby. Unlike the Matildas, watch women's soccer explode over the next 10 years. From oh, I agree. Zero. I agree. Well, your you, daughter's you, playing soccer, isn't yep, she? Yeah, yep. she's in the Queensland under-16s. Well, she's got the national championships next week down in New South Wales, down in Wollongong. And, yeah, we're excited for it. But that, that is absolutely bang on. You got Winning is the best, you know, advertising and... For, for anything, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a great motivator yeah. winning. Um, you know, it, it's why it shocks me where we, you know, have these younger competitions where they don't, they don't keep score or they don't oh, play no. for a premiership. It just it yeah. drives me insane. It's like we've got to teach our kids yep. what to, to fight for something and to understand what it means yep. to lose something. Hey, Rat, hold that thought. I've got to go to a break. Come back. Yep. We'll continue it when we come back. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yep. Welcome back to the show. Matty Rogers, Jason Matthews here tonight. Time to get a trade radio update for Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Hawthorne are interested in trying to lure Bulldog superstar Bailey Smith to the club. Well, that would be a massive get. And I reckon there'd be some wheeling and dealing going on in the background to get him. And Absolutely. Um, yeah. Saints midfielder Jack Billings is de- de- desperate to leave St Kilda after only playing 11 games over the past two seasons. We'll see where that lands. Uh, they're the big uh, yeah. stories out of today. Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany. Rat proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Give us a quick text. Yeah, quick one. Uh, Rat, stop bleeding all over the studio. It's cruel. Nobody cares. Nobody watches. It can't be fixed. Ask Pappy. The board doesn't listen. NRL rules. Move on. Bondi Jack. And uh, Steve from Dubbo says, I refuse to buy into the Wallaby situation until I hear what Glenn's thoughts on the matter are. I'll more or less go along with what he says. Oh, Steve. Is, that's a worry. That's Steve, a worry. Steve. Just stop. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day. Plenty to come, including Simon Orchard from Greyhounds, New South Wales.
The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back. Hour two of the show. This is Sports Day. Matty Rogers coming to you live from our studios in Sydney. I'm just sitting here on the Goldie. Sun shining. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, it's, it's been, not. It's a bit it's chilly been... down here. It's bit chill- of wind up. Yeah, it's I chilly just got a... and windy here today too, mate. Yeah, I just got a message that my flight could be delayed tomorrow because high winds in Sydney. Not happy. How's that going to go with the setting oh, up of the golf no, course? It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good, but um, I've got an amazing wife. She's hard at it. She's helping me out, so it's good stuff. What about you? got some support around the not wanting Gus. <laughs> go Wolves. New South Wales needs Gus like a dose of COVID-19 from Rabbit Burrow tomorrow. <laughs> now, if this doesn't prove that I'm uh, uh, a man of a the rugby people. league doyen, that you just know what's going on. Phil Gould for PM. Simon from Balgowney. There you go. He wants Gus back. Simon, one week ban. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's yeah. lots of feedback. Uh, Re your um, your comments about the Wallabies off the top of the show, which was yeah. which was a serious chat. I I didn't expect it to go there. I just said, "Oh, how's your day, right?" Yeah. And it ended oh. up in mate, but I loved it because no one, I I, I don't know of anyone else, rat. And I'm not peeing in your pocket here, but I don't know anyone else who just comes out and calls it as it is. We all tiptoe around the situation. There's no doubt. Rugby Australia is an absolute filthy mess. It's a basket and, case. Yeah. And they seem they seem rudderless. They've got they don't seem like they've got a clue. Now they may have, but they're not expressing the plan to to the public. And I, I think I said this to you last week. They remind me of Qantas right now. Uh, mm. You know, we used to good, love good, them. Good analogy. Yeah, we yeah. used to love them, but now yeah. they're so disconnected from Australian mm. sporting fans. Probably not. And there's probably rugby fans listening to this right now hating what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm not talking about the rusted-on rugby fans. They're always going to be there, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, and that's what keeps the game afloat. That's what keeps the game alive. And it's, and it's, and it's on life support. But the cream on top are us sports fans who love yep. supporting Australia, right? Yep. And and watch us Aussies will watch anything. I sat at home for three days on the weekend <laughs> and I did not leave my house. You know this. I barbecued yeah. everything in sight and I had a couple of whiskeys. That was yeah. my – I didn't – because there was so much sport on TV and so many Aussies in action. I just wanted to follow everything over the weekend. That's what us – that's what we love. We love our sport. We love our Australians. Yeah. yeah. But th- they just seem so arrogant. Not the players – yeah, but I'm going to say I'm going to put Jones in this same basket. They seem so arrogant and so out of touch at the moment, Rat. It's it's as Sats would say, it's the sus thing. Yeah, well, well, if yeah, you've just banned Simon from Balgowney. Uh You've just banned him for a week, but 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 you and him are very very similar. He says if if they were handing out gold medals for armchair sports watching, I'd be a contender because I pretty much enjoy them all. Looking forward to the next four days at Bathurst on the on. On the Foxtel Channel and some SEM broadcast of the great race as well. All right, you're back. Love your show. You're back, Simon. <laughs> yeah, but you're but back. like, like uh, Puffball from Bathurst says, Matty has summed up rugby 
in Australia 100%. I don't appreciate the, the hashtag, South's Club in Crisis. <laughs> Rat is talking more sense about the state of Australian rugby than any other commentator in the media. Why? Because he's objective and he cares about the game, understands the litany of poor decisions over the last 20 years and knows what pain needs to be experienced before the game can move forward. Only bloke in the media that loves both codes. On your rat, that's Simo from Balmain. Yeah, well, I do love both both codes, Boogie, and, and you know that. And, um, you know, you give me a bit of a ribbon about it sometimes, but that's the reality of it. And I, and, and I experienced firsthand one of those poor decisions with my son. And, you know, I had to send him away to play league and it didn't work out for him. But who knows what could have happened in rugby, rugby union. So when I see them where they're at right now, and, you know, my son is 27, that would have been at the peak of his powers right now. And I just think of how many others did they miss? Mm. And, you know, my son mightn't have been the one. But there's, there's probably that's probably happened to a dozen plus of other elite kids that they could have, you know, kept hold of and worked with and, and created a, a side that, you know, makes us proud. And look, I'm proud of everyone that pulls on a Wallaby jersey. I'll say that because I know when you get that opportunity, and and it sounds like I'm having a crack at the players because you know they're not up to it and whatever. But it's they they when they get given the opportunity to play in that jersey, they 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 would be you know over the moon. And I know they go out there and they they're giving it their everything. I know that, but I just we're just not up to it. And you see, you have a couple of injuries with Will Skelton and Tanielle Tupo, and all of a sudden our depth is tested, and there's just we just don't have any. And it's there is no depth, is there? There is no depth. No. And no I depth. tell you, the other big thing as well is that I can't name three to five rugby players, Australian Wallabies, and we used to know them all. Mm. You know, they're household names yep. again. I know the rusted on rugby fans would know that, and yep. and and that's fine. I I I get that, but us Australian sports loving fans, I reckon the majority of us, and and I could be wrong, but I reckon the majority of us don't know who these players are. No, no, no. And that's no, because no. we can't see them. Well, uh, there was a there was a message here, and. Um yeah, it says evening rat and says I'll put my hand up and say I don't watch rugby. Have 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 watched it over for over twenty years, but I think one of the biggest problems is they signed with Stan. In today's economy, most people can't afford to pay for two sports sports streaming services unless you're a single bloke. These young players want to be on television. That's from the big G. Um, yeah, that's a big issue. You know, visibility. Well, the, when it was on, when when Super Rugby was on Fox, mm. it was outstanding, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was you good. had your five thirty Friday night game followed it, it, that was in New Zealand. Then you had yep. your seven thirty game from Australia, and you'd have great mm. games on. Um, you'd, you'd, you'd get the odd seven thirty in the morning game from South Africa yeah, on absolutely. a Sunday morning. Yeah. You know, it was um, yeah, they were good times. Yeah. Mm. Uh, someone says play the last post for rugby in Australia. Oh, it's <laughs> That's Rabbit, Rabbit Barrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cam I'll, says, be, I'll be playing the last post for your finals campaign next year soon, Rabbit Burrow. Don't worry, don't worry about that. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. hey That's hey, a one-week hey. ban for you, Rat, as well. <laughs> right, right. Um, Cam makes a good good comment. I noticed it's on the weekend. The Wallabies jersey isn't even the same colour anymore. Yeah, it's sort of like a tangerine, isn't it? Like, yes. It's like, it's like the colour of a mandarin. Like a tangerine, yes. mandarin, you know, like a ripe one of those, which is... It's certainly not the wallaby gold that you, we, we, we've been used to. Mate, but, the, um, the old one with the Qantas logo in, in my wardrobe looks nothing like that. No, no. In no, fact, it's made of the same fabric that you wore. 
What, you yeah, what, well, it's cotton. My, <laughs> yeah. my, my ones have Vodafone on them. That's how long oh, I got yeah, yeah. uh, Afternoon, yeah. gents. Did the, did the Varsity Lakes Park run last Saturday and want to know the odds of seeing the Sports Day crew there one day, Brisbane? Very, then? very slim. Only if I'm sleeping in there from the previous <laughs> night. That's yeah, I do do the park run from time to time, but I go to the Brule Beach one. So, oh, um, when? Well, it was a while ago, <laughs> but I'm just saying I've, you I have done them. It, yeah, I have done them before. Brisbane, I have done park run. Brisbane yeah. Eel, I've never done. The only thing I do is probably a Macca's run. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's about it. Hi, Rat and Woogie with the Wallabies. Club rugby in Sydney or Brisbane. Used to provide the plays. Maybe it's time to scrap the Super 15 teams like the Brumbies, Waratahs, Reds. Ramwick used to be the most well-known rugby team when I was a youngster watching the famous Ella Brothers and so on. Bring Bob Dwyer back to revive club rugby. That's from Sporty Gav. Yeah, you, you know what? I was, I was just sort of th- rattling around in my brain. Like, you know, how do we make this work? How, how do we do it? Um, do, do we create a... a like a club, like New Zealand's in a, in a similar situation, right? Like that we're so far away from everyone where the, where the, where the top quality rugby is being played that, you know, New Zealand is suffering because they're playing against us. We're too um, sparse in terms of numbers and, and high quality rugby. So like you said, like, you know, New Zealand will eventually suffer based on the fact that they're not having the consistent competition, the week-in, week-out competition that we get here. They still get it on their home shores through their MPC and, and stuff, and, and they play for the Ram Furley Shield and all that sort of stuff. So I get that. And they're, they're a strong, powerful rugby nation. But it will hurt them eventually, and it's hurting them a little bit now. You can see that with the quality that they've been over the last sort of four or five years. But do, do we create a, 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 a more of a club-type rugby competition with New Zealand where, you know, Australia has three teams. They might, might have five teams. They play two rounds, and it's, you know, a 20-round competition of tough, solid rugby week in, week out. Do we have maybe two teams in Queensland or two teams in, in New South Wales, and, and that's how we run it? Uh, I mean, I'm unsure, but, but I why, just know. Why would we scrap? Super rugby. Why would we get rid of the Waratahs, the Reds, and the Brumbies? Why I would know. we? I, I get. I get. I, I know you're not well, a fan maybe, of the ma- Reds. No, no, ma- ma- maybe they're the three teams that we have in it. That's it. But 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 under that, you still have that very strong representative local rugby as well. Yeah. Because yeah. that's yeah, your no, res- I, that's I mean, your res- that's your reserve grade, right? Yeah, for those 100%. three teams. Yeah. 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 No, hundred percent. Similar to the way that um, that that uh, you know. Queensland Cup and New South Wales Cup sides feed into NRL sides. You'd still have that, but I, but I think we need. It's a really condensed program, the Super Rugby program, um, and and once it's over, like where where do you go? What what, what are they playing overseas? Wouldn't you? No, go to Europe. They, 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 they don't go overseas. I, I know in New Zealand you can't go overseas and be playing for the All Blacks. In Australia, there's some rules. There's, there's some the rules and logistics all. around. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to have played a certain number of games. Um, well, yeah. well anyway. then that's one of the things we've got to look at because look at look yeah. at Fiji rugby. You mm. said this to me. I don't know if you said it on air or off air. Yeah. 14 of their 17 uh, are over playing uh, rugby in France. Yeah, that's right. They and are. that's how they're getting better. Yeah, Being 100%. exposed to world-class club rugby. So yes. maybe that's something rare. I don't know. You know this better than me, but maybe that's one thing we should be encouraging our players to do in the off-season. Mm, well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no – you're right. They need that week in, week out grind. 
All right, Daddy wants no us to question. move on to Val Holmes. Yes, uh, this is I a know hook, that. This is a hook and tease in the business. I'm not going to do that right now. But Jason Demetrio has extended for two years as the, the Rabbitohs yes. head coach. That's good there news. Go. And that's good to, as a South fan. It's nice to see that the board and the club are backing the guys. Obviously been through a bit in the last couple of months with uh, amongst the coaching ranks there. But Ben Hornby and Joe O'Callaghan, which is good to see. Joe, of course, was the coach of the New South Wales Cup team that won the uh, won the state uh, the national championship on Sunday, beating the Brisbane Tigers. So he's been elevated to an assistant coach, uh, but he'll also still oversee the uh, the knock on effect South Sydney team as well. Well, uh, it's interesting that re-signing of Demetrio, right? Because he's signed at the end of twenty twenty six now. Because there's all this talk about you know Sam Burgess going over and coaching in Warrington for two for for two seasons and coming back and coaching South. Well, they're basically just good. No, no. We're going to extend him. And, and nobody really knows what was going on on the inside there, Jace. And, and what I'll say is, like, Sam Burgess casts a big shadow. Like, he's a guy that when walks in the room, people know he's there. Mm. And sometimes it can have a destabilizing effect, whether it's intentional or not. Um, well, they've signed on Demetrio now. They've backed him. So we'll see what happens next year with South. Well, maybe, maybe Sam could come back and coach New South Wales in origin. Hmm, potentially. Um, let's talk about Val Holmes. Uh, Val Holmes, yep. I should say. Yep. I don't know what I'm saying. What do you, what do you, what do you want to talk well, about, let, Val let me, Holmes? Well, let, me, me. let me start from the beginning, shall I? Right, eh? So yep. this morning on SENQ in Brizzy, Benny Davis uh, had uh, Mal Meninga on and he, and he yep. questioned Mal about the reason for the selection of Val Holmes and is it the right thing to do given what's going on in the last month? In Val's case, he made a big he made a big error. error. Um you know, he's admitted that, which is really important. You know, when you when you make mistakes, obviously you've got to put your hand up, you've got to take ownership of that and you've got to be accountable to it, which he has. And the game has punished him for that, you know, so he's accepted that punishment and that penalty. So what do you want what do you want to do next? I mean, do we do we keep on um, making you know we keep on judging him on that, or do we say, Listen, there is a redemptive feature in everything we do, um, there's certainly a redemptive feature in sport. Um, we, are, we are young. We do make mistakes. Um, and we try to get on with our life and become good role, role models. And um, he's got a story to tell now. Uh, working with Val for a long, long time, I know he's a great person, a good person. So, And he's never let me down. He's never let the team down. And realistically, this is the first time he's ever let the game down. I'll put it to you like this, Rat, and, and yep. I want to get your thoughts on this. I don't think the selection of Val Holmes passes the pub test. I know all my mates are, are going, geez, you know, a bit too soon. I, I and I just, I mean, you've you've played again, dual international. Mm. You've worn that kangaroo mm. jersey. Like my mates are saying, go, does it not mean anything to wear a kangaroo jersey anymore? Like for well, him to well, be considered for selection uh, straight away. Yeah. It's such a hard one, isn't it? I mean, I, I, I dreamt as a kid, all I dreamt about, I remember watching my dad on kangaroo tours, you know, staying up late at night, re- receiving the phone call from him, you know, and and seeing the videos. And that Australian jersey to me was everything. It was everything, Jase. It was, it was bigger than an origin jersey. It was so much bigger. And it seems today, given where we're placing these internationals at the end of the season, you know, players, you know, if they've got a niggle, they'd opt to, you know, go and, get that fixed rather than play for Australia. And I understand in a, in a way why that is after a big, long season. But, gee, I, you know, I, I also love the fact, Jace, that Val Holmes isn't – we're not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Now, just listen to me for a second here. I, 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 want, I want my kids to know if they make a mistake, they get an opportunity to, to, 
to make up for it. And we're not just crucifying people based on one error. Now, Mel was right. Well, Val has been a great uh, ambassador for the game, and it just it is it is so out of character to see something like that from Val Holmes. So out of character, but it just makes me think. I just I just don't feel right about him playing for Australia right now. It, uh, just that Australian jersey to me, it's so sacred, and I'm just oh man, like Val, you screwed up, you know, and it's probably a little bit too soon in my eyes. I understand what Mal's saying, and, and Mal's been put in a position now. Well, he didn't give him the suspension. The game gave him a one-game suspension. Mm. So, you know, he's available. He's available for the majority of the tournament. So if he's in, and, and where are we? We're struggling a little bit in the centre position. So what's he going to do? He's going to pick Val Holmes. And Val obviously played under under. Mal in origin and yep. you know he knows him and he's dealt with him and he knows his character and he knows who he is but I get it I, I understand the pub test scenario and it just it does make me feel a little bit oh just a little off can, can you know, I like, can I suggest something and and yep. I, I and, and you'd ha- you can't not admire what Mal thinks about Val like you know I mean absolutely he he, he knows he's stuffed up but you know what He's got to be given a chance to to redeem himself, and yep. and I admire Mal Meninga's loyalty. I yep. you, that there's Mal has done nothing wrong, and you're right. He serves a one match ban. He then can play for the rest of the tournament. I I get that. What do you think about this? And I want to throw it out to our audience: oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. If you're in Australia, or double eight double three if you're in New Zealand, or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our number. I think Val Holmes should have been the one to put his hand up and say, hey, listen, Mal, don't select me for the kangaroos. I stuffed up in the last month. I just, you know what, I want to take my medicine. I want to just be out of the spotlight for for a month or so or a couple of months or for the summer, and I'm going to come back next year and I'm going to prove myself that I recognise that I stuffed up. And everyone's entitled to make mistakes. Uh, you know, not, I'm not crucifying the guy for that. But the yep. then, then a month later to be putting on a... a, a a kangaroo's dirty, that coat of arms on your chest after you just acted like an idiot and, and brought mm. the game into disrepute, I think it was up to Val Holmes to say, Mal, don't pick me. Um, I don't think it's the right thing to do at this stage. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I see your point. Um, yeah, but, I, yeah, it's a tough one, Jase. I, I, it really is. And I, I'm sort of like really torn on this because I really feel like the, the, the value of the Australian jersey has has been um, not diminished intentionally. I mean, when, when I got picked in my first Australian side, I, I played in an Anzac Day test in 1998. Now, every player, we're in the middle of the season, every player's fit, every player's firing, and every player wants to play in that jersey right then. And I played in a few Anzac Day tests, and they were some of the, the most special memories of my life uh, playing for Australia in the Anzac Test, as, as, long as, as well as playing in the Rugby World Cup. Um, but I think, you know, what we're doing with Test Match Rugby League now, which is it's so important because we're helping develop these Pacific nations um, and we're, we're seeing growth in that area and we're seeing, you know, players nominating to go back and play. I mean, you look at that Samoan side, holy dooly, that is one heck of a side. Um, I'm excited for it, but I think after such a long season and, and players like, oh, i got a little bit of a crook ankle, maybe I just should sit this one out. And, you know, they're worn out. It's such well, the a Latrell hard Mitchell game to play. incident where he played the Curry knockout competition rather than making himself available for Well, Australia. it's not a rather then. It's, it's like a six-week campaign for an Australian team is very different to a one-off. But, Rat, 
weekend. It's the Australian team, and I understand I know, I the cultural. I, 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 know, I, I understand that he wanted to to be, part, but he didn't have to play, and he could have still played for Australia. No, no, no he could have. But he could, no, he may not, not may not have been able to. Sorry, because it like six weeks of back to back. You can't just play games for six weeks. You got to train. You got to keep yourself fit. You got to stay on top of things for that six week campaign, which is very different to. You know, driving down the road to the Koori knockout, and you know, having a run with you know, which for 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 a reason that yeah, is very special to him. Rat, how many? That, kids... That's a different. That's a different kettle of fish. Go back that's... to what you you just said before. Yep. All you ever wanted to do after watching your old man run around in a kangaroo's jumper, all you wanted to do was play for Australia. Yeah. Uh, how many kids right now are in the NRL? And, and, you know, older kids in the NRL right now would put their hand up and would bust their gut to get a kangaroo's jumper. And we've got blokes knocking it back or blokes who are misbehaving have just been given the jersey. It's not yeah. fair. Yeah, well. And I don't well, get it as a fan. Well, well our, our listeners, a lot of them agree with you. Like, I, I'm, I mean, we got a text here from Simon. He said, I can understand Mal Meninga's point of view regarding Valhose, but I, I can also understand others' point of view in that Val got his kangaroo jumper back too soon. I'm not usually a fence hitter, but I'm pretty much torn on this one. And and, and I think that we're going to see a lot of that. That's, that's where I'm at. I'm like, gee, I want him there because mm. it means so much to wear that jersey. But are we, are, are we, devalu- are we, are we, taking a de- are we devaluing that jersey by allowing someone to wear it who, who did something so silly you know, six weeks ago. Yes, we are. And again, and I don't. And, and again, I don't blame Mao for making the decision. No, well, he's available he's, and he's loyal. Yeah. Anyway, let's find out what Mike from Callumvale in Queensland wants to say. Hey, Mike, welcome to Sports Day. Yeah, good day, boys. I was thinking about the Bible actually. Uh, yep. Where uh, didn't Jesus write uh, on a stone or something? And uh, you know, so I think the. The verse was, uh, you know, let he who is at without sin. And I look at about three other guys in the team there. And um, when you say it's too early, I think, well, you know, well, what what's early? What's what's late? What's the right yep. time? I'm not going to name yep. the three, but I think you know who they are. Yep. Um, so that that was my point. It's just, you know, if, if the tour had been in, what would you like, two months' time or ten yep. weeks' time? Would that have been long enough? Uh, That's just another perspective, I suppose. Um, We're a very forgiving sort of um, people, I think, and Mm. Mal is, and he's not a repeat offender. 28 years, 29 nearly, and first time I've ever known Val to do anything silly. So um, anyway, that's that's my sense. Thanks, Mike. Mike, Mike, thanks for being sensible. Thanks for being the first sensible person to phone into the show ever. (laughs) Yeah, I, oh. I, that, that was a great call. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I didn't know what to say. I was a bit lost there. It's I'm nice like, to have a sober caller as well on the mm. show. It's, it's got to be a first for everything. Yep. Um, mate, so many, so many text messages coming through. I'm loving your passion tonight, rats. <laughs> Not too sure with Jace, though. <laughs> Not knowing what 186 is. Not judging you, Jace, but where have you been? Jason from Coolum 302. What 186 oh, yeah. is? I, I, don't know. I don't know what that is either. What is 186? Did I mention 186? Mm. Just a little devil's advocate here. 
Um, Val's fines are almost 100k between club and NRL. How much more does he need to be punished? Well, it was Maybe 50 grand. It was 50 a, grand. Well, it's 50, yeah, but there's, I think there's some suspended fines too associated with it, but 50 grand out of his pocket. For Val, it's a, a rip the band that off situation, get out there and prove himself with his actions. I do think other players deserve the spot more based on behaviour, but if he's available to be selected, maybe we need to look at the NRL. Okay. And, that, and that, 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 the NRL are the ones that, that sanctioned the fine, the, 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 the punishment. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's, I think he's going to get – we need centres. He's our, he's our Australian centre. Like, we're going to pick him. So you've gone full circle on this. No, I haven't. But I'm just saying I'm, I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable about it. Okay. But, but I like what Mike said. It's like – yeah, mate. Well, I was certainly no angel when I played footy. <laughs> you know, like I was, you know, I had a good time and got myself into trouble a few times and stuff. And if I didn't have the game to to claw me back and say, "Listen, this is what you're about," and you know, come out and prove yourself and show us that you know you're not an absolute buffoon. But you weren't taking photos of yourself playing up. No, no. Um, we've got to go to a break. Listen, stop yelling. All right, here we go. You're kidding, Jace. The best thing Val can do is take the jersey and play your heart out. Make us proud from 670. Uh, he played 10 minutes, Woogie. That's 10 times the length of your sex life. That's from Fitzy. All right. <laughs> that's, that's on a good day. What are you, what are you uh, talking about? Oh, yeah. By the way, there's some concern around you getting home tomorrow with the winds in Sydney. Yeah. Um, Fitzy said, uh, isn't Rat flying his plane home? Uh, and Rat... Should keep in touch with the common folk and catch a train back to Queensland. That's from yeah. Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Good nah, points. Have you ever been on a train? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been on the train. I've been on that fast train in Tokyo that goes bloody a million goes. miles an hour. Yeah, in the first good. class. And the one in um, France that goes to England, I think. Okay, mate, have you? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. I've got to read out this text before we go to Come our on. great friend Simon Orchard. From Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Um, Simon will appreciate this. Ladbrokes Million Dollar Chase, October 13. Simon, welcome to the show. Um, I was just reading out a text uh, a listener sent in because Rat's concerned he won't get back from Sydney because his plane may be delayed because of winds. Uh, you don't want to do a train in Queensland, Rat. You will rub shoulders with Eshays with platypuses. <laughs> What is that? I don't even know. Well, just a, like a platypus or something on the shoulder of them. Right, I okay. remember I was in, I was at Hobart Airport once, and there was a possum sitting in someone's hair. I'm going, come on, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Simon Orchard, how are you, mate? What's happening, Simon? Uh, mate, I reckon I can top your uh, possum in someone's hair. I got on a plane in India once, boys, during the Hockey India League back in my hockey days, I yep. walked up to my seat, 43D or whatever it was, and there was a pot plant strapped into the seat, like a, a pot plant with a tree coming out of the top of it. And I said to the Indian fellow sitting next to the pot plant, uh, what's this? He goes, it's the pot plant seat. And I said, well, where's the pot plant seat? And I went and sat in the pot plant seat. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Mate, first wow. of all, pot plant took my seat. 
I'm, I'm calling BS on this story because if he's in India playing in the Indian Hockey League, he's he's front row. Yeah, you're, he's you're up in the first front. class. Turn mate. left, go on, turn left, up the front of the bus. Oh, boys, you got the wrong sport. A hockey, I think I got paid uh, four packs of peanuts. And kick up the ass. That was, that was the Ladbrokes nice. Million Dollar Chase, October 13. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Uh, Semi final night is almost here, Simon. 64 dogs, eight spots in the final. How good is Friday night going to be? I tell you what, it's going to be a lot better than the Wallabies World Cup. Oh, don't you start! I can't help myself. I got, I got it up before it came on. Just win three gold medals or however many you won, and you think you can just slag (laughs) off everyone? Sit next to pot plants on planes. (laughs) Sorry, mate. Go on. Yeah, sixty-four dogs. No, the twenty. The dogs, yeah. yeah. 60, 64 dogs. Uh, well, what's that? A one in 64 chance to win a million bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah. Better than Lotto. Uh, mm. So on Friday night, fellas, the semifinals are finally here. feels like we've been talking about it for a while because it started over a month ago. We Goulburn on September 1st was the very first regional final of the Million Dollar Chase. We have weaved and wiggled our way all around the state. We've had great stories from Gunnedah, the fencing contractor who got his dogs through, the Taree uh, labourer who had to get a day off work to take the dog to the track, he's through. Uh, we've got the top end of town, we've got the hobby trainer, we've got the battler from out at Broken Hill, we've got everything all coming to Wentworth Park on Friday and all attempting to qualify for the Million Dollar Chase final. The first dog from each semi will go through. This is it, boys. It's cutthroat, a million bucks on the line. Cannot wait to get down to the track. Wenty Park, Friday, for the semi final of the Million Dollar Chase. Oh, I'm going for the Tari Labourer's dog. What's its name? I just, the fact, a labourer, day off Nora, work. <laughs> Nora's boy, and you probably get a juicy price about 300 to 100. Oh, really? I can pick them. Don't worry about that. So, <laughs> mate, the support races, they're, they're going to be unbelievable as well. Something for the sprinters, the stays, young and old dogs too. Yeah, we've got, a, we've got a bit of everything, um, Rat, except for Fat Pizza. Nothing, nothing no, for our... No, well, that, why doesn't no, that surprise me? Um, uh, in this carnival. But we do. We've got the... Sydney Cup, which is a Group 2 event for the stayers, so that's over 720. The Million Dollar Chase, of course, is over 520. That's the sprinting distance. And then we've got some races called the Million Dollar Chase Maiden for dogs who, of course, are maidens. They haven't won a race. We've got the Young Stars for a certain uh, age limit dog. And then we've got the Masters Meteor, which the giveaway is in the name itself. It's for the older dogs, boys. So the Million Dollar Chase Carnival starts tonight they've already begun the million dollar chase maiden heats have just started around about half an hour ago the masters media's meteor heats are tonight the chase and sydney cup are on friday and then the young stars on saturday this is christmas for us fellas this is like rolling down to flemington for the Mm. horse racing during uh, the carnival the melbourne cup carnival whether it be oaks day derby day whatever it is this is our time to shine we love it there's good dogs racing all over the place so exciting i'll say mate Fat Pete's uh, he's he's unavailable anyway. He's just been called up for the Wallabies, so uh, he's, he's a big chance. What position would he play? <laughs> he's on the pick and swing, mate. He's oh, flying yeah. down the flank. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have he'd have to be the coach, wouldn't he? Like, I like Eddie Jones, but is oh, that guy? Is he, he lost the plot? Brad, oh, Simon, Simon, oh, don't. Yeah. He's not going to give an opinion about Eddie Jones. He's a fence sitter. When it comes to Eddie Jones. No, no, I think no, he's, he's made some poor decisions. He's made right. some poor decisions. Hey, um, <laughs> any tips for Wendy Park tonight, mate? Race three is not far away. Oh, yeah. Uh, good point. Tips, tips. What are we going to go? Race five, number two, Tier Tremor. 
5-2 tier tremor. 6-6 six, six, raid the bar, which uh, oh. you'll like. Rat, raid the bar. Yes. Good bet. And then race nine, number three, Connections, an old nightclub that uh, I went to back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> oh. as well. yeah all nice. right, mate. Flicks, thank you very much for that. The world's richest greyhound race, the Million Dollar Chase, Wentworth Park, October 13. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Before we go, we've got to go quickly. Um, is it true? Is it true you don't like to follow Glenn? Uh, from Newcastle, when you do your crosses now, is this is this is this is this a contractual <laughs> obligation we must upheld? Uh, that is a contractual obligation, and I also want to get in there. Uh, I got a no, I got a no problemo as I was getting handed over to you blokes. No problemo. Yeah, I think that's, that's an old Terminator quote, isn't it? That's uh, mm. Daddy for you, mate. He's yeah. he's he's yeah, alternative. Daddy, Daddy with the no problemo. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. All right, Simon, we'll let you go, mate. We've got to go to a break, uh, mate. We get it's getting exciting. Not far away from the million dollar chase. Thanks for your time. Hooray, boys. There we go, Simon Orchard. Great part of the show here on Sports Day every week. Got to go to a break. We'll come back next. Uh, we're going to hear from the Leg Up boys, uh, and also going to take a couple of calls about Val Holmes and and Glenn standing by. So you stand Ooh. by. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty, uh, not Scotty, Matty Rogers and Jason Matthews here tonight. Time for the leg up, Australia's fastest growing tipping service. I've actually subscribed to this. This is good. Imagine what you could be buying instead. The leg up sign, Blake Johnson has his best play for tomorrow. Here is Blake. G'day, fellas. Nice to have a few winners for our SEN listeners over the last few days. Tomorrow, we're going to Gosford, race seven, number eight, the King. I think this horse is ready to peak third up. First up, hit the line really sweetly, and then last start had every chance, but the race went really well, and he meets that winner one and a half kilos better here. Map's perfect. Visors go on. I reckon he's hard to hold out, fellas. Good luck if you follow. Yeah, thank you, Blakey. Get a leg up on the bookies with Australia's fastest-growing tipping service, thelegup.com.au. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Rats. We've got yeah. a couple of callers standing by. Damien uh, from Windaroo. Mate, thanks for calling. You've got uh, you got some thoughts around Origin and playing for the Kangaroos. Yeah, just on the whole cheapening of the Kangaroos jersey, outside of Clubland, everyone wants to play the pinnacle. And I don't think the pinnacle of rugby league at the moment is Kangaroos. I think it's Origin. I'm yeah. not missing the game, but I might miss the Kangaroos game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I think Thanks, you're Damien. not far off. And and the reality is, Jace. I mean, we have a very very unique product where you know you've got you know out of the the best players in the world, you get to put probably you know twenty eight of them mm. on on the field at one time, um, which is state of origin. Like this, and and they actually really go after each other. It's a it's a unique product that we've got, and it's it's grown so big that. I think, honestly, I think it sometimes has taken the tarnish away well, from well, the Australian jersey. Well, don't you get paid more to play Origin as well? Isn't it $30,000 yeah. per player and, and representing yeah. a country is less? But at the end of the day, though, you're talking about representing your state 
versus yep. representing your country. And yeah, and, look, and, and look, I, mate, it's still, it's I, I you're representing it. Australia. I get it. I get it. It, it, it it's sad, um, but you know, I mean, rugby league has created the monster by creating or by, what, what Origin has become. Yeah, right. And and where they place. Uh, where they place the um, the test matches. I'll, I'll I'll promise you, if they brought back an Anzac Day test, and they played Australia versus New Zealand on Anzac Day, yeah, y- you would see a different level of of oh, I guess well, I don't want to say commitment to the Australian jersey, but you'd have a different level of um, intensity towards the players that want to wear that jersey. Rad, I think you're 100 percent right. We've got to go back to that Anzac Day test, and maybe that weekend is a standalone. Uh, representative weekend where Australia play New Zealand and maybe Samoa play Tonga. Yep. And, and, and mate, I think, I think you're 100% right, mate. And the mm. players are, are playing. Like a lot of the players now are going off to have their operations on their, yep. on their injuries. And, uh, mate, yep. I think that is a, a brilliant idea. And you, you do it after the season when it's World Cup time, you know. That's, yeah. And that's yep. every four years. Uh, one text... Uh, <laughs> Here we've got from um, from 172 Boys. Is it true that Nico has been called into the Aussie squad? I love Mal, but wow, what the hell? Yes, he was called into the squad late this afternoon. Rooster Muzz at 7.45. He should be well and, truly, well and truly tanked by now. He's talking about this man, Glenn. Glenn. Hello, boys. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? Hello, Rat. Hello, Justin, I just want oh, to say, wow. Justin, I agree 100% with you about Phil Gould, mate. I'd rather have Eddie Jones as coach than Phil Gould, mate. So, right well up. done. Right. Oh, thanks. Uh, Simon Orchard, I know you're still listening, mate. And a special thanks to Daddy Vass for the two-pronged apology. Firstly, for the appalling treatment I received last night. And secondly, putting me on straight after Adrian. Uh, boys, my girlfriends do not need to be blown up. <laughs> and what the hell isn't an air compressor anyway, boys? Yeah, good call. All right, guys. I, I, prom- what, what, no. I promise you'll never hear... What, what, Hang on, what? boys. Let, let me get this out, Justin. I promise you'll never hear the uh, get the interference heard last night because I discovered a sliding door between the lounge room and the kitchen and that'll remain permanently closed. Right. Okay. No, we've got I'm some glad, listeners. I'm glad want, I hung on for that. They, they want to know if you're on Cameo. Are you on Cameo? I think some of our listeners want to get some videos from you. Are you on Cameo? Wait. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm happy. I'll send them in to you and you can pass them off to our. <laughs> oh, no, mate. <laughs> I don't give a stuff about sliding doors being closed. I, I, I've got a feeling that if he did have a Cameo, I think some of our listeners would like to see what he looks like. That's for celebrities. Are you on? Do you do that? Do you do? Oh, I have a cameo account. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm, I don't oh, use it. I, what? I have a, You're I have an anchor. It you are an absolute. Anchor. So you charge people <laughs> for a birthday greeting? <laughs> mate, I don't, mate. No, come on, be honest. If they send me a message, yeah. and they ask for it, and they're willing to pay for it, then yes. But if they if they send me a message through, and it just comes to me, I don't say, oh, I like, just go through cameo, and I'll I'll do it through there. But I'll just do it. So. All right. I'm going to throw, I know this is a late uh, additional talkie, as Cohen calls it. Maybe we should put it on our whiteboard of ideas, but how much would you pay for a Rat Rogers birthday greeting? <laughs> 0457 736 736. Uh, I don't, you know, you know what? I don't do many on Cameo because I, I, I've got a, I've got a, a very expensive because the, they just, yeah, they get, get to, <laughs> I'm digging a hole here. I'm not. <laughs> You're an idiot. I am an idiot. Anyway, I'm turning off Cameo.
I'm going off it. How much would you pay? I bet you we'll get duck eggs. Send us a text. Hey, we're mm. going to go to a break, Rat. Uh, when we come back, we'll work out what you're worth on Cameo next on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, this is Sats' song he likes us to play when we come out on the break. Oh, this is the worst. Wow. Escape Club. Yeah. Wild Wild West. It'd have a, it'd have a gun belt on at the moment I on holidays. I can just imagine Sats getting down to that. I can just imagine Sats boogieing away to a bit of Escape Club. Nude with just a... <laughs> With a, a gun chaps belt. on. <laughs> chaps on. Cowboy hat. <laughs> a piece of straw hanging out of his mouth. You know the truth. Oh, uh, Michelle Bishop from Channel 7 and also uh, Vossi and Brandy for breakfast has text through. Yep. Said, I've got two words that'll upset you. Gus Gould. Yeah, mate, he's, the New South Wales. It's mate, he's not. Stop I, it. I, I stop said it. that. He, they need an SOS to Gus. They no, need him back stop there. Stop it. This is what Gus wants. Get rid of that music. What, what, this, what is what, Gus, this is what it's, Gus wants. Uh, why do you think it's such a bad thing? He gets it. He'll go back in there, instill some culture back in to New South Wales, and get him on the right, on the right. Mate, you're up. all in the vortex. You've all been sucked into the Gus School vortex, <laughs> where it's all about feeding no. his ego. <laughs> no. New South Wales Rugby League needs me. No, we don't, Gus. <laughs> Shut up. Not mm. that you've said anything. But we don't need you. It says, that's funny, blokes, that you wouldn't read out the text. Who are your puppet masters? Well, there's no one. We just can't read <laughs> texts that are a bit... Yeah, yeah, anyway. Um, oh, is okay. this your last laugh? Yeah, let's do it now. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. This is, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. I was reading something the other day, and it said that the highest percentage of vegan supporters mm. are South fans. Do you know why? Why? Because they need teeth to eat meat. <laughs> Just on 117's text, I don't know if they use fake crowd in in the rugby, in the, what, the NRLW grand final? Yeah, I don't think they did. I don't, I don't know if they do. Maybe someone, I mean, they use fake crowd in some sports now. It's been going around for a while, but anyway. Hey, we'll be back tomorrow night. Rat live from, he's already left the studio. Goodbye! <laughs>